0: Welcome to Clairview Chronicles, the podcast where we dive deep into the realm of the unseen, explore the mysteries of the paranormal, and uncover the hidden gems of clairvoyance and mediumship. I'm your host, Shay Rosemary Linciaco, and I'm here to guide you on a journey like no other. But before we dive into this extraordinary adventure, I have some exciting announcements to share with you. First, I'm thrilled to reveal our brand new Ethereal Connections logo created by the talented William Jones. This logo is a symbol of the spiritual sanctuary we're creating together. Clairview Chronicles is not just a podcast, it's an extension of Ethereal Connections, my spiritual haven dedicated to healing, closure, and profound insights. You can discover more about Ethereal Connections on our website, www.youretherealconnections.com. Thero Connections is a safe haven for all spiritual wanderers, including myself. We not only dive into my own experiences, but also explore the fascinating journeys of others as opportunities arise. You can also follow Theroconnections Connections on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok for daily doses of spiritual inspiration and insights. But wait, there's more exciting news. I am thrilled to announce that I've officially joined a GHOST as a Volunteer Paranormal Investigator. A GHOST stands for Advanced Ghost Hunters of Seattle and Tacoma, and I can't wait to share my paranormal adventures and investigations with you and those that I join with this team. And that's not all. I'd like to share a special insight with you. As I embarked on today's episode. Spirit guided me to my journal, where I engaged in automatic writing inspired by spirit visitations and visions. This approach to inspired writing and storytelling will be a central theme throughout the podcast life, connecting us in a unique way. Now let's get back to today's episode and explore the incredible journey that has brought me to this point. It's a story of discovering my clairvoyant and mediumship gifts, navigating a strict Christian cult and upbringing and finding solace and closure in the embrace of the spirits. Stay with me on this remarkable journey as we explore clairvoyance, mediumship, and so much more. Together, we'll break barriers, challenge misconceptions, and venture into the uncharted territories within the realm of spirituality. Thank you for joining me today. And I can't wait to share this incredible journey with you. So without further ado, let's dive right into the Clairview Chronicles. A voice call to my grandma, Nancy. Grandma, this episode, many episodes to come, this podcast, my writing, my work is dedicated to you. Throughout my life, it was your story. It is still your story that not only connects me to you, but teaches me. And reminds me how now I should live. Throughout the course of your life on earth, you always sought wisdom and enlightenment so far as you could and organic, true-to-yourself ways to connect with Source, God. You are the embodiment of love and Peace and joy. You're the definition. You're an example. You lived out love and patience with divine wisdom and strength. It can be hard for me to find all the right words because I want to do your story justice so much. And I'm not a wordsmith. I don't think i could ever do it the kind of justice that i want to but i damn well continue to try i am so thankful that for the additional insights to come into how it's been made possible for us to connect you guided me through my childhood out of that cult you said your grandbaby Would be the one to survive and i did you have guided me to this point you continue to guide me still to connect with me to love me and as i will be sharing and explaining in in, in nice detail much of my life all of my life truly has been and continues to be a dance with you and i look forward to continuously dancing with you and sharing our dance with the worlds and this dedication, thinking of you as somebody who is such a teacher and love to share as you have become enlightened and have learned yourself. I'm doing the work that I know we would have done together physically, that we're doing spiritually, and the work that you always did as you got involved in your own community. And with that said, I know that I'm doing you proud. And I want you to know that all the same, I am proud of you and I'm I'm proud to be your grandbaby. And so here we go. I have been so excited for this. Let's celebrate together, Clairvue Chronicles. <sighs> the journal entry, the reading for this episode starts now. I don't know how my gifts got activated or if they have always been what they are today. I was never discouraged because it was unfathomable in a far-right Calvinist Christian cult that a good Christian girl like me would have these abominable abilities when it wasn't taught. Why would something so demonic as they called it naturally be in a young girl, make her realize her potential? Not in our house, not in our organized family of Calvinist purist Christianity or so they thought, because here I am. I can't help but reflect on how I made to this point today and know it's because of my grandma, Nancy Sue Deshay. My openness to divine wisdom and direction and my willingness to explore was inside of me to access my divination. I couldn't have heard and felt and followed my grandmother if it weren't for the latter two that allowed her to reach me and guide me. Grandma always said someone had to make it out alive and it would be her grandbaby. I was her apple cheeks her little lighthouse, and her reason. She passed away when I was just three years old to ovarian cancer, but I grew up with her in spirit. As a little girl, I heard her voice. I gift I now identify as clairaudience. I saw her in visions, which I now recognize as clairvoyance. I knew her story and felt her presence through clairsentience. I visited with her in lucid dreams. One memory I'm recalling takes me back to a trip from Pennsylvania to Florida when I was 11 years old, shortly after the 9 11 attacks. I was frightened and could smell the smoke from the Flight 93 attack in the air. On the drive home, I saw her in the clouds and I felt a hug that was so deeply felt, it was like she was all but physically there. Grandma radiated love, and I looked out and said, I love you, Grandma, with tears streaming down my face. In that moment, I felt her reassuring presence and I longed for the opportunity to have grown up with her. She comforted me when I was scared, connected with me when I was lonely, and reassured me about the world and my safety. As I carried on in life sensing her, I also sensed the spirit world constantly. I would wake up to tingling sensations in my third eye and the palpable presence of visiting spirits. I could even smell the perfume of deceased relatives. A gift known as clairsalience. I could taste the favorite foods of my great aunt Ruth Mumford, now identified as clairgustance. Spirits visited me, conveyed information directly to my consciousness through claircognizance. I woke up to unfamiliar spirits, intuitively understanding their stories or reasons for seeking my attention. But I kept these experiences hidden, locked away out of fear of severe consequences that awaited me. What i could comprehend and keep to myself i did so in solitude guarding my secret until adulthood it wasn't until two years ago in 2022 that i fully embraced and understood my gifts as a clairvoyant psychic medium this revelation came after undergoing powerful therapeutic techniques like emdr and hypnotherapy with heather stewart to heal from cptsd and stockholm syndrome from my past It was during this transformative journey that I encountered a passionate idealist who introduced me to the world of tarot. (laughs) She gifted me my first deck of cards. While she had some positive experiences with online card readings, it gradually became evident that her interpretations were often driven by her personal desires rather than a genuine connection with the card's true essence. In contrast, my approach was different. For me it always felt natural to maintain an open heart and mind to be honest with myself and to welcome correction redirection and critique when necessary the profound lesson from her life was clear it's essential to honestly receive the intended messages from spirit and spirits through divination without imposing our desires and to value staying true to lessons messages and the reality presented by the divine forces guiding us my journey into the world of divination truly began when I conducted my first reading for myself. I felt the energy channeled into the cards and the guiding spirit directing my attention to the right cards. Typically, the experience involves a tingling sensation in my third eye area, radiating through my head to my crown chakra. When I reach the correct card, I experience a magical sensation in the tips of my fingers. The energy of this chosen card is notably intense compared to the others. However, I can sense the progressively weaker energies in the remaining cards, usually just one or two others. As if spirit is indicating, you can consider these other two, but this one is the most significant. When I touch the card that spirit deems best for the reading, I receive an honorable number indicating its position within the card order. During spirit communication, my head instinctively turns to the direction of their presence. A gentle, tingling sensation begins in my ears, and I perceive words on a deep, cellular level as i read the cards i immerse myself in the artwork and gain insights that aren't readily apparent to those without these gifts tapped into for example during one reading i encountered owls with one owl symbolizing a mother reaching out to her daughter in need conveyed through the owls who serving as a medium for the mother spirit additionally i sensed the presence of crickets signifying a sense of peace I also connected with the spirit associated with another person I was doing a reading for, situated by a pawn, contemplating her life journey, eagerly awaiting guidance and empathetic support towards the light. And and in a specific card that I can think of, the three of swords from one of my decks, my attention might be drawn to an image of a journal resting on a bed with swords piercing through it. Through clairvoyance, I perceive the key topics of focus and feel the emotional battle fought sword by sword. I empathize with the person seeking a message of hope and reassurance. Spirits often provide insights on the wisdom to share, offering encouragement to help them find resolution. As I continue to read for myself and others, the spirits frequently make their presence known. This brings us to the intersection of mediumship and intuition our intuition is comprised of clear senses it all comes together as a cohesive whole forming the practice of divination as I began to regularly communicate with spirits unfamiliar spirits increasingly came around including ancestors I needed to identify because I didn't have safe support to thoughtfully develop my gifts I couldn't deal alone in the pivotal moment when my earthbound great-grandfather paid me a visit I was in a deep lucid dream finding my voice to stand up against my biological father who was trying to drag me back into the cult. I was banging on neighbors' doors in a hospital gown, having escaped from a psych ward where I sought treatment for the mental wounds of my past. Suddenly, it got eerie in my lucid dream and I felt I wasn't alone and became a little afraid. Could it be a burglar in my waking life? An intruder? Oh, no, no, no. Suddenly, I pulled out of the dream and I woke up gasping and my head automatically turned to where my great-grandpa was at the stairs. This was a little relieving as I preferred this over an intruder. Great-grandpa was decked out in a three-piece suit with a curled mustache, vest, and pocket watch. I could see the chain dangling down from his pocket where the watch was resting. Great-grandpa walked down the steps towards me, it was a par- physical paranormal sighting, by the way. His silhouette as I see spirits was in different shades of black and gray, allowing me to see distinct details. Great grandpa wanted to reconcile after first apologizing for the severe abuses, including sexual assaults and the rejection I went through, all justified by bad theology he helped pass down. In order to confirm what I was seeing and experiencing, I contacted a medium I knew to test and walk through this meeting with. Through their clairvoyance, they eerily viewed the inside of my home they had never physically visited or seen, saw what happened clairvoyantly, and ascribed it back to me in deep detail. Their deep deep details of my great grandpa and what I saw that night was perfect. There is no denying this otherwise perceived dream I wasn't sure I'd want to wake up from. In shock, I tested one more time, asking them to tell me what went down during the last spirit visitation when I thought I clairvoyantly saw him in the doorway, poking his head in to check in on me while I slept. It was different in the best way possible. My medium connection got the message from him that he was outside the bedroom window looking in from the backyard. I asked, so Thomas denies he was in the doorway looking in at me? And I immediately, Claire audibly heard him say with such gusto and correction, that wasn't me, that was your grandmother. I immediately gasped and tears streamed down my face. I froze in pleasant surprise and excitement. My grandmother, Nancy Sue DeShea O'Brien, who died when I was three of ovarian cancer, who I have known through Claire experiences and mediumship all my life. It was her I was clearly seeing. I couldn't believe what I saw. This was a dream come true for me. It meant everything to me because this is the closest I would get to a physical experience. Well, one that I could remember. Grandma had one that she can. I always regretted not growing up with her. Why was she so important to me? Well, it's because she was my gem I looked for in my family a gem being someone independent-minded surviving the cults and breaking free from it or at least trying who most importantly of all unconditionally loved me for me just because i live and i breathe and not for my obedience to the patriarchal calvinist purist organized hell of an exclusive sheltered ditch i was in when grandma was dying in a hospice bed at home she pled for me Nancy retired from her three jobs she had to work to be a full-time grandmother, only to find out she was sick. Yes, she did chemo at first. And it showed promise, and from what I understand, it was working. But it was against the teachings of the cult to receive treatments rather than believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, an embodiment of the men of the cults and their God complexity. She was made to listen to cassette tapes of a teaching of a, a... Key leader in this cult. But if you don't believe fully trusting in Christ alone, you will not heal. And if you trust in medicine instead, you will go to hell. My grandma believed it. It's all she knew. No thanks to even great-grandfather who was mentored by a minister. This is part of what my great-grandfather had to reconcile with me. And I asked him to reconcile with grandma and to everybody else that he harmed with Bad, false justification of horrible theology. Chemo was stopped and she prayed and prayed and prayed. And when grandma didn't get better, she believed her faith was faulty. By the time she reached back out for chemo, she was denied because "Mm, it was too late. There I was three years old in her arms and she placed a grandma blessing over me and spoke love and life that I still feel today in my entire being that holds me like a hug and keeps us emotionally connected as well as spiritually she brings me to this point today as I share our story my story and all of its clairvoyant glory today I see so much of my life as a dance with her. My great grandfather Thomas and I reconciled and we discussed the ways we might have bonded if I also grew up with him. Board games and our love of dogs. He showed me his white poodle dog he had at one point in his life. Photo confirmation done after digging in Ancestry.com at a later date. He told me he loved to play marbles and Parcheesi. I asked what Parcheesi was and looked it up. It's a pre-World War I game, Name of Trouble, which he played before he enlisted with his father and grandfather and his many brothers. From what I collected from Ancestry, it seems like nine of them enlisted. I found the documentation. I began to play the game with my wife and the passionate idealist I loved so much and lost in my life. And he showed up once, smoking a pipe, leaning against the dining room wall near me, watching us play and chuckling at the sight of my competitiveness. He said, I'm definitely a dechet through and through. These words, these moments, meant a lot to me. The idea of family always meant a lot to me. It's what I searched for. So these connections, for a time, filled something in me that was always so gaping his visits were amazing until they weren't the mask he wore began to slip revealing more sinister side his presence became increasingly draining and his behavior grew more disturbing and even threatening i came to realize that he was even holding my great-grandmother ruth in a state of spiritual captivity exerting control over her to the extent that she felt unable to express her truth fully. Generations passed since her departure from this world, and still there has been no peace. (sighs) Looking back, every time I look back, I think about the impacts of bad theology and how the impacts can continue on even after death and people now spirits who carry it and then fear hell even after death to the point of not crossing over and finding peace and wholeness during this tumultuous time Sorry, it gets harder to speak as I'm in tears. I don't think I said that right, but tumultuous time. It was Grandma Nancy who reached out to me, beckoning for my assistance and helping her cross her parents over to the other side to close the book on their stories. I sought guidance and support from my friend and teacher, Brooke Gilly, who had experience in navigating the realm of, of this, this spirit world, spiritual world and crossing spirits over. I, I hadn't done this before. This was going to be my first time. After establishing a connection with my family, Brooke conveyed a message from Spirit and my ancestors that it was my calling and my gift to guide my ancestors towards crossing over and finding peace they so desperately needed. I had been chosen to bring closure to the unfulfilled legacies of the women in my ancestry, much like I had done for myself through divination, a testament to my deep undying love for them even those I didn't get to meet. Mostly due to cancer. Ooh, deep breaths. Spirit understood my longing to help them during their earthly lives, and this became my opportunity to do something meaningful for them as spirits instead. My one opportunity. Brooke provided me with the necessary steps and then left me to guide my great grandparents. As I embarked on this profound journey, my great aunts joined me, Betty, Ruth, and Shirley, joining my grandmother, their sister Nancy. Uniting together as the Deshay sisters, as they were called to support their parents' transition and to bear witness to the closure they had been waiting for out of love for their parents. These beautiful daughters, sisters, the family was together once more. Before crossing over, Ruth, my great-grandmother, shared her astonishment at meeting her great-grandchild and expressing her joy that I would be the one to guide her to salvation. She says, I can't believe that I'm meeting my great-granddaughter and she's the one to save me. Those were her specific words. She also revealed to me that she had been watching me from the spirit realm, observing my hair transformations and suggesting that I should dye my hair pink next. After my great-grandparents found peace in the afterlife, I officially joined Ross support and development group, a path Brooke and I initially embarked upon together. In tribute to my great-grandmother's suggestion, suggestion, I dyed my hair pink. <laughs> a nod to her. One year later, after developing my gifts, learning to hone them in and to practice safely, spirit unveiled my calling to establish a thorough connections. Another year later, I find myself here, building this podcast. Everyone... Claireview Chronicles isn't just a podcast where I share my story and experiences, it's a sanctuary for spiritual seekers to explore the intersections of intuition. We delve deep into various facets, from the body and senses to lucid dreaming, mental and physical health, history, ancestral healing, and the power of healing energy. We'll also explore hypnotherapy, including past life regression. My personal journey will serve as the driving force behind our exploration. I'll use my experiences as examples to bring on guests, including professionals who specialize in relevant fields. Together, we're breaking barriers and venturing into uncharted territories within the realm of spirituality. Stay with me, dear listeners. We're destined to reach unfathomable depths. Thank you for joining me on this enlightening episode of Clairview Chronicles. I hope you found inspiration, insights, and a sense of connection as we delved into the mysteries of clairvoyance, mediumship, and the paranormal. Before we say goodbye, I want to remind you that A Thorough Connections is more than just a podcast. It's a community of like-minded individuals on a journey of self-discovery and spiritual exploration. You can connect with me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok where we share daily doses of spiritual wisdom and inspiration. If you're eager for more exclusive content and updates, remember to subscribe to our newsletter and receive it directly in your inbox. You can also stay connected through our blog, where I dive deeper into my personal explorations and experiences. And for those who are ready to take the next step in their spiritual journey, or seek guidance and closure through mediumship, visit our website at www.yourthoroughconnections.com to learn more about our services and offerings. But the journey doesn't end here. In our next episode, we'll continue to explore the fascinating worlds of clairvoyance and mediumship, sharing more stories, insights, and discoveries. So be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for our upcoming episodes on all podcast platforms. Once again, thank you for being part of our growing community and for sharing this extraordinary journey with me. Remember, you are not alone on your path to spiritual awakening, and together we'll continue to unravel the enigmatic mysteries of the unseen world. Until next time, dear listeners, may you find clarity, connection, and boundless inspiration on your own Clairview Chronicles. Goodbye for now.